Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have again Alex Uppertov. Good morning, wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a callback to me talking about Robin Williams last time you heard me. <laughs> good morning, wedding. <laughs> Yeah, good callback, good callback. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna hang myself 20 years from now. Jesus. <laughs> Just make sure we're not living together when you do that. I can't, I can't have someone else hang themselves. Well, well, trust me, if we two are living together 20 years from now, one of, <laughs> both of us are gonna hang themselves. <laughs> Oh my god yes can you imagine we're just 55 like now we are screaming at the neighbors because they're too loud <laughs> right right oh my god but that shower attachment is not strong enough to hold our weight like i don't i don't rate that that's not the way to go it's usually in the in the bathroom right like my my ex-boyfriend who committed suicide. no come on we have high beds here oh the hawk bed yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that's... so so easy to put a rope around that right i definitely never thought about this before you definitely <laughs> never thought <laughs> we're yeah, so convinced alex uh, yeah but they're not very high though like we would have to you'd have to be on your knees <laughs> or it'd have to be a really short uh a short end like you'd have to wrap the rope around the bed and then have like only maybe 20 centimeters from yeah. the hawk bed so that you'd be because we're both short right? yeah. we're both relatively yeah, short but we're not like that short you know but if I'm because right because, because the way you hang yourself like, like the asphyxiation part is just like, that's hard that's the fun right it, no but that's but that's hard like it's like that's like the Epstein way to go you know like because uh, usually the way you hang yourself is just that you drop far enough that it just breaks, breaks your, your neck, neck. Yeah. yeah 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 we'll be doing the asphyxiation style here then okay uh, I couldn't like, you couldn't yeah, yeah. For some reason, like the only way to die that doesn't seem uh, pleasurable to me is like uh, asphyxiation or drowning. Like every other way, I think could like it could be a fun experience, but those, <laughs> those because also they're so hard to that's so easy to fuck up. Like like yeah, you're like right. you're like you think you're like you're never gonna do it, even though you're ninety percent done, and then you stop. Like how disappointing is that? <laughs> so disappointing. That's the thing. Like if you do commit suicide, you really don't want to survive it. Yeah. And yeah. I, don't I mean, know. or you do. That's it depends again. Uh, did, you, did you ever listen to um, uh, uh, the WTF episode of uh, Todd Hansen? He's like the head writer for The Onion. Uh, oh, yeah. Which like it's it's two it's a two part episode, and the first part is just about The Onion, and it's fucking hilarious. Like it's one of the funniest podcasts ever. And the second part is just him going through a uh, suicide attempt that uh, just didn't. Did come to his fruition. own? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And they're like in a, in like just by uh, chance, they're in a hotel room that just looks exactly like the same, like the hotel room where he did it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, it's an amazing, amazing episode. How did he try? Uh, pills and alcohol. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. All the ones, all the people that I know that have done pills and alcohol, they fucking, they go into a coma, best case, and then they wake up. Yeah, 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 like worst and case, he, and he he said like he damaged. found like 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 six would kill you, six of the pills. So he had like sixty with a bottle of gin. Yeah, and still, like, nah, man, like just they, woke up, woke up drowsy. Exactly, like the other ex that I had, he took like ninety. 90 mm. of these extreme painkillers that my brother had for his back. Tremadol. Do you know Tremadol? Yeah. It's like a few tears below uh, morphine. Yeah. And we used to party on them, actually. They're good party <laughs> drugs. Make you a bit nauseous, but like you feel pretty high when you're, um, when you're taking Tremadol. And uh, he took nine zero. 90 of these pills and drank a whole bottle of whiskey. And like it didn't do it, you know. So what, yeah. what, what's your method? What's your suicide method? Um... 
my preferred one would probably just because i think it would be like visually the most amazing was like <laughs> like, like jumping off a skyscraper yeah that's where my yeah. brain just went it's like that and, would be yeah because like the, you have the whole rush you have the mm-hmm. whole like the hopefully children finding you like, hopefully flat. children you get a view you get a good view on your way and you fly for the yeah. first and last time in your life like it's i agree i think jumping off a building would probably be the nicest way to go yeah you know, it's also there you can't fuck that up you know like, yeah. like the only way you can is if you don't find a building high enough but yeah. come on like you only die once just find a building you know just, just do it right like yeah. don't be jumping Fucking, off a five-story building yeah like, save up some money go to like manhattan you know yeah. find like a classy one like yeah. an empire state or something and don't jump into water either like um yeah in australia doesn't make any fucking sense it's it just does. like you're not even trying come yeah. on it's like, what you want to what you're trying to combine drowning <laughs> yeah. and <laughs> jumping you don't want to die you want just another point on your on the old cv that's yeah. what you want <laughs> you want to survive if you're yeah, doing just want that to be interesting yeah <laughs> piece of shit Fuck. there's a there's a um big bridge in melbourne and uh yeah it's like one of the suicide hotspots in melbourne yeah. and yeah people just survive too often you know why 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 jump into any kind of body of water same with san francisco right yeah people jump off the golden gate I although like it. i have one other one I don't think I would try and kill myself this way, but for some reason, um, like I had this thing for a while where whenever I was too stressed, that was before I found out how you actually deal with stress, like by breathing, meditation, and Mm -hmm. (laughs) like working out, yoga, shit like that. Mm -hmm. But when I had extreme stress, I just like visualized me shooting myself in the head. Yeah. And every time I did it, like the stress just fell down. So I just like, oh, fuck, I'm stressed. Just like imagining shooting my health, myself in the head 10 times and it just went away. Interesting. Yeah. So there's, there's something about like just the, you know, just oh. thinking about just friends. If we had guns, for sure. Like yeah. that would be the way. I you would... can get a gun. Like you do live in wedding. Oh, like, thanks, you, Alex. You, you, thanks. Live, you live with a Russian. It's not like, Enable me. Yeah, it's, it's not like I don't <laughs> know people with guns. Yeah. I think shooting yourself in the head. Uh, that, that, I think that would actually be number one. You know, that definitely is number but one. But then it goes wrong all the time, too. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? They, all the time. All the time? Just yeah. because there's such high numbers of it, I guess. Because there's yeah. Because, like, the, the gun goes somewhere else. Like, you know, you're not you're not trained how to shoot correctly. Yeah, true. And even if you, like, hit your head, like, you might just not, like, just have a hole in your head for the rest of your life. You can shoot through your brain. Like, you don't use most of your brain. Yeah, there's, like, can, the, what was it? The young woman in Afghanistan who was shot in the head and she survived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her name? Malalia. Malala. Malala. Yeah, you don't want to just Malala. I love how talking actually like really, you know, no fear talking out how you would commit suicide does actually make you go, you know what? It's a bit too hard, really. Like I prefer to maybe keep living for the next moment of joy. Like uh, I I don't want all these complications. Like it doesn't matter how hard stuff gets. It's like, well, if I keep living, I might feel joy again. But if I fucking do that, that could just make it everything so much worse. It's like, uh, Also, it's, if you're talking about it, you're pretty much the furthest away from ever doing it. Yeah. Even if you're thinking about it, you're the furthest away from ever. Uh, you're still very far away from ever doing it. Like, apparently, the way, like, where it's dangerous mm. is if you, like, like hide it from yourself. Like, if you, like, like, if you lie to yourself, like, you would never do it. Like, that's... Uh, that's when you're... Yeah. Okay, that so kind of you're kind of you're kind of just plotting against yourself subconsciously, and that's that's where it happens. 
Well, that's why secrets are, yeah, secrets are so toxic and dangerous. It's like, if you're not looking at something, then it's just going to grow bigger and bigger, maybe, and take over you in, in some in some ways. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, the first, well, the, the first ever funeral I went to was for a family friend, um, the father of my mum's best friend back in the day. And uh, he, 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 oh, he did the, he did the gassing himself in the car. He did yeah, the, but that's just like, I don't even have to like cars, like. I don't even like cars. <laughs> Alex says no to gassing. In the he doesn't even like cars. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. a great critique. Great yeah. It's just because you don't as, like cars. As much as I love huffing stuff that makes you high, like I just like I don't want to be seen anywhere near a car when I'm dead. Like, Interesting. Well, yeah, that was. I was like, oh, that seems like a nice. Like it's a piece. If you like cars, I guess, and you like your yeah, garage, it's such, it's such a dad way to it's kill yourself. It's such a dad way. Like, yeah, yeah. Literally, leave me alone in my car. Yeah. And also, I don't want to be <laughs> I don't want to be anymore. I don't want to be sober. I want to be in my car. I want to be alone. And I want this to be the end. Yeah. Just like hard boxing your way out. <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck is this? It's like the most limp dick way to die. It, wow. It is It is a limp dick way to go. But yeah. it makes a lot especially, of sense. Like especially that generation. if you already paid off the car, just fuck you. Like, yeah. Just go, but it's go like kill yourself a better way. Pre-boomer. Like, what's the generation? What's the derogatory term for the generation that were pre-boomer? Like, like, the golden generation. The golden, okay, well, yeah, the, well, the, 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 the pedo generation. Uh, the greatest, or the, I think the greatest generation. The in, in Germany, it's the golden one because of the Wirtschaftsboom, oh, wow. I think. I don't think like Australians that. talk about it. Yeah, but anyway, he was like a farmer. But then the second person that uh, I In Australian, it's, of course, the shame, shame, shame on them generation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the, well, they all, they were the, all the ones that uh, kind of had something to do with World War Two or at least Vietnam. Oh, mm. the Korean War, whatever. Yeah, you had another thing going on, I think, around that time. <laughs> another thing? What am I forgetting? The whole stolen generation. Oh, thing. yeah, there's that too. That's that too. Yeah, sure. that seems like a biggie from the <laughs> outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although, no, like, the, you know, that was just more like an. Oh, I'm not reducing it. Like, that's definitely what was happening. Uh, the, 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 your voice tone of, sounded very differently. In terms of, yeah, I was like, like you're I not was, even you're not even Australian. You're I was ashamed that I didn't acknowledge it. That's what was happening there. I was yeah, like, right, ah, right. yeah, it's true. I was thinking more, you know, internationally, geopolitically, like what was happening and what kind of like. Uh, you know, worldwide understood trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess you, you know, always project first, but you have to go on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alex. <laughs> but uh, not everyone was so involved with the genocide of the indigenous people, I guess. But like, you know, there, like, there well, was not everyone spread. was so involved with the Holocaust, you know? Like, it's true. <laughs> it's true. However, you know, it's like, not like, like it was everybody's favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> people no, pretty guess, mildly the thing is the thing is with the with the like genocide and uh and total sort of discrimination and oppression of the indigenous people of australia it wasn't like it didn't culminate in one you know 10 year um victory of efficiency and massacre like it was just sort of constant so it was sloppy on top of it was, it. Sloppy. <laughs> it was sloppy it was disorganized it, it, wasn't it was even like well done shoot a couple when you got a free moment all right do you do your bit for the white people <laughs> Okay, it was more like that, and so it wasn't yeah. like it was more like a man aside. You know? like, it was more a man aside. Yeah, yeah. it's like one one a week. You know, let's take, keep it easy. Uh, yeah. Don't don't stress yourselves. We've also got to we've got to pioneer these uh, these lands. We've got to grow crops. We gotta we gotta get our foxes in here and get rid of those weird kangaroo. Like yeah, it was it was just this constant like from you know 1776 through till. Uh, indigenous people got the vote in like 1976 you know it was just like that's all it's like 200 years <laughs> where of of like casual manocide um 
So yeah, I, I wouldn't say that that generation uh, of the pre-boomers, like the, the generation that gave birth to the boomers, I don't think they were necessarily the, the, the masters of indigenous genocide, but they were just, yeah, yeah like connected to the world wars. Um, and for Australia, that, you know, yeah. it's a bit special. I think for everywhere that's a bit special, I guess. But, but anyway. But wasn't the stolen generation like mm. one particular event? Like... No, man. That was like years and years of, that was the procedure right. that... Um, that uh, basically any any indigenous like any children born in, within in indigenous communities was taken mm. and taken to um, like white uh, school like um, oh, Jesus I don't have the vocabulary for this at all but like would take would take them basically and educate them and integrate them into white society yeah. and so that yeah and and they would just like yeah, I just thought it was around. like a constant like like a certain period of time where they just took all the children or something look. So, Definitely, it would be it would fall within a certain period, but it was like I'm pretty sure. I, oh, I should do some research into it, but I'm pretty sure it was like quite a long, uh, yeah, like a very solid period yeah. of time, just systematic. Like yeah. that was what was done. It was like, yeah. oh, they don't know how to rear children. They don't have houses. They're yeah. no like they walk from place to place. They eat food by putting it in the ground and with co- like they don't get they don't understand civilization, and so yeah. it was just this long-term practice Meanwhile, all the white people are just like prisoners from england <laughs> there were also the pastoral people there were lots of religious folk that came out um yeah, because they nobody were outside persecuted. of australia ever heard of that like, huh? to, to us it's all like just a bunch of yeah. like like drunk rascals <laughs> and yes but i think also the, the 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 puritans you know the the religious types were also but like a lot of the religious types left um the uk because they were getting persecuted as well right they didn't have the freedom to practice mm. um the uk was just so overwhelmed or england was so overwhelmed with i don't know like they just had money problems or whatever like i don't know they were just imprisoning everybody ran out of space but then also there were like all these religious people now like oh we want freedom too so they also started um you know taking the boats over to australia yeah. and the way you say persecuted sounds like mm-hmm. there's a guy named percy who thinks you're cute <laughs> i don't know why there's <laughs> something about your frustration <laughs> Well, no, Percy's cute. That's the that's uh, the that's how that word works. Percy cuted. Mm. <laughs> but okay, so anyway, that was the first person I knew who died. The very first person who I knew who died, whose funeral I went to, uh, like what is it, like car gassed himself. And then the next person who I knew that died uh, was a really happy, well-adjusted uh, friend in high school. Uh, she just finished her paramedics degree. Uh, had a boyfriend, super supportive family, seemed really good. And I think this, and this is why I bring it up because it ties into your comment about people who don't talk about suicide or ever acknowledge that they would are the ones that do it. Uh, because yeah, she basically graduated from a degree and then hanged herself mm. in the bathroom. Like, yeah, that's, that's these like a classic thing. Yeah. 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 I say hanged just to clarify hanged is the correct past participle of the verb hang when uh, you were killing yourself. We yeah. hung out, but he hanged himself. Uh, but no one gives a shit about English <laughs> that's anymore. Such a, that's that's a, such a bad party. Such Every, a bad party. Everybody hung out. It's just one guy had to fucking hang himself. One, like, had, <laughs> one guy hanged himself. Everyone yeah. else hung out. Uh, yeah. I don't know why you had to... <laughs> like at the funeral, it's like, well, he never understood words. <laughs> yeah. but... It was a past participle problem, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Verbs were not his strongest suit. <laughs> <laughs> we said we wanted to hang out. We ha- he oh, he did it wrong. <laughs> oh man. 
Yeah. And then like, yeah. And then like the last, the last few people that I know have done the same fucking thing, man. Like they like to hang themselves. I don't know anyone who's, oh, there's some other, okay. We're really just doing a suicide episode. Um, the other, uh, really intense suicide Speak that I know yourself. of. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> that it's intense or horrible or that it's a suicide episode? I don't know. To, to me, it's a mental health episode. <laughs> okay. All right. Mental health. I like that. The, the the suicide that um, kind of freaked me out the most was um, my very first boyfriend who tried to commit suicide, um, but his he had a best friend in high school and he uh, he killed himself by uh, lying down on train tracks and being decapitated. Mm, yeah, that's a nasty. That's it. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I get like in, in the countryside. There's no like barriers, and it was just a, a place where you could. Yeah, he literally just lay down. No, on the you can't go to the train track everywhere. Like, yeah. the, like the barriers to train tracks are not like I'm not true but like in terms of it being you know I always think I don't really that, and that's the one thing that goes against the jumping off a building thing uh, with line mm. in front of line on train tracks it's like I don't well, with a lot of um, inner city so I'm just too inner city right like yeah. if I see a train station I'm like if I lay down on those tracks I would be traumatizing so many people like yeah. so many people I mean, um, we live by Westhaf and it's literally a five minute walk if you want to kill yourself <laughs> by lying down on train tracks <laughs> yeah but there's too many people around like it's a little bit it's a little bit not, still... at, not at night if you take yeah, like because there's also where the like it's not just the ring bar we have like the ICE passing yeah it's through. true yeah, yeah yeah we do have the big trains coming through and actually at night you probably traumatize the driver a little bit less too because he might not see yeah. you on the tracks ahead of him yeah that's yeah, but, true but train like even tram drivers kill like on average I think like 10 to 12 people during their career that's like trams so imagine trains but trams are trams are trickier like i I think people usually get almost hit by a tram more than they get almost hit by a train right like just because the trams are on the streets and like there's no there's no barriers around them it's it's far less um regulated so that makes more sense i guess but yeah like there's full um trauma training for like it's a regular thing, right? Yeah, tra- tra- tram trauma training. Tra- tram trauma <laughs> training. TTT, tram trauma training. TTT. <laughs> doing a, yeah. I've had trauma training when I worked at an insurance company when the bushfires were happening in Australia and like we had people calling up being like, uh, oh, I'm just, I think I should lodge a claim for my house insurance because all my family just died. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, let's uh... <laughs> <laughs> just start laughing on the phone. Jesus. Well, that's why we had to get trauma training because you don't know what to do. It's like, this is a lot. <laughs> this is a lot. And like people would be calling up thinking that, okay, I should probably do something about my insurance policy. But they um, they wouldn't, they, they, they didn't know how to do anything because they were completely shell-shocked from losing all of their possessions and like half their family yeah. and not knowing where their dog was and maybe being that's like. That's the worst part. <laughs> I know, right? The dog. It's the, it's the dog. It's not even dead. It's just out. Oh, <laughs> so, man. Where's Piffy? Do you, do you know anybody who did like more, I'd say they're a little bit more creative or a little, you know, just a little bit more uh, left field suicides. I think the train ones kind of, you know, it really leaves a picture in your mind, like being decapitated. Yeah, you know, you I, 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 just, I just know people who attempted. I don't know anybody personally who like uh, went, went, uh, went all the way. So you only know losers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it, mostly women. <laughs> Look, the survival instinct is strong. We wanna, we wanna yeah. use our womb, you know. Yeah, the women have like a. That's just like statistics I know from George Carlin bits. I think, but women have like a way higher attempt rate, but uh, men have a higher success rate. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I wonder how you could 
apply that to other things. Yeah. Well, George Carlin joke is like, well, that's another thing that men are just better at. <laughs> like, so, yeah. So if you wanna, if you wanna, if you want equality, you need to start taking your lives in greater numbers, ladies. <laughs> yeah, I think it could also apply to orgasms, right? Yeah. <laughs> We attempt more, but men succeed more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of orgasms, right? Fact uh, that it, that that actually applies exactly to orgasms. Right? Yeah, because yeah. women can also like, like, like if the if you hit the first one, you can have like multiple afterwards, mm -hmm. so you do attempt more. Yeah. But men fucking every time, like, every, like on the clock. Every fucking time. Yeah. Once, oh, okay, there are some guys that oh, no, it's not that easy for me, but like, pff, yeah, still easier whatever, than women. Go talk to your mom. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> whatever. Go talk to your mom. <laughs> right. <laughs> just like use some lube for that tight full skin you're gonna get there it's fine uh yeah so like okay mm -hmm. use some lube for the tight foreskin what is it? you're fucking a guy in the 60s where the foreskins <laughs> foreskins are around like all the guys who i know who don't and who i only know through them talking to me about this i haven't actually experienced one in my bed i uh, actually maybe like um one guy last year but um usually yeah guys who say they have problems coming uh usually have like quite quite tight foreskin issue and so they can't really they find it hard to come inside a woman like they're like fuck whilst fucking someone yeah. uh, and they usually need to do it themselves because there's yeah. like so in those amish communities it. that they live in mm. like they just cannot <laughs> they do not have access to circumcision yeah all that my amish friends that's that's their complaint they're like they won't let me snip it off <laughs> but it's like love like this term from suicide to foreskin shaming <laughs> foreskin shaming Is there is uh, there is some foreskin shaming? Like I feel like women in the states are always surprised when they meet a foreskin. Mm. Like are, are, are that many more like Jews and Muslims in in the states than like in Australia? Like foreskins are yeah. the standard. It's no, no Jews and Muslims in Russia are still like most are circumcised just because it feels nicer. <laughs> yeah. At what point do they usually do circumcisions in Russia? Like well, is it baby? Kids, kids, yeah. As kids? Yeah. Really. Like, I think I was circumcised when I was, like, six. Yeah? Five, six. Five, six. Interesting. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just you go to you, you go to a hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And then they put you under, and then you wake up, and then, yeah, that's it. And then you've got, like, a couple of weeks of healing to do, right? It's very quick if you're a kid, I think. So yeah. Maybe two days. Like, if you're, all, if you're, like, one friend of mine got it, like, uh, later, because you finally escaped <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> Oh, wow. But yeah, he got it when he was like 28 and yeah, it took like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know guys. It's more, more dangerous then. Yeah, yeah. I know um, the guys that I know that have... Uh, yeah, I know a few guys that have had circumcisions later uh, because of this tightness problem. Yeah. Or just like ripping hygiene, or something. Yeah. Or hygiene, this, yeah. yeah. There's also that. I know a couple of guys. And yeah, and then it was like a whole week of um, of recovery and then this whole like... You know, because they're older, they need to go through some kind of emotional fucking healing process because they lost a piece of their dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like they develop this, you know, weird sense. Weird. Yeah, I'm judging you guys. I'm judging you. This weird sensitivity to their penises. They're like, oh, yeah, well, I went through this trauma when I got circumcised two years ago. And uh, yeah, and like they have to do this. Yeah, whereas I think if you're a kid, you don't have some kind of emotional yeah. thing. There's no trauma. Yeah. Just the thing that you did when you were a kid. Yeah, I don't have emotions with foreskins. I just think it's funny that people still have them. <laughs> I don't 
know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. They say, okay. They say that if you have a foreskin, then you're more sensitive. Yeah. Then, then the tip of your penis yeah, is more sensitive. Yeah, we do sensitive. need men to come earlier. They're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's one, one problem with men is that they are <laughs> not sensitive enough with their dick. With their penises. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, actually. I'm trying to think. Like, um, I don't think necessarily there's a correlation between um, guys with foreskins coming earlier and guys without coming Uh, later yeah i don't think that's i think it's more of like a diet and mental and general sexual connection yeah (laughs) i think that's actually it that's actually it i'm starting to wonder if alcohol okay so i've been i've been drinking and so i'm wondering so okay all right i have noticed we're we're sitting here in front of an empty bottle of whiskey and it's completely (laughs) shit-faced just just so you know I'm just holding yeah. it together. I just came back from the lake. I was swimming. I did yoga. Like Anna. <laughs> Anna is adapting to the wedding lifestyle horribly. <laughs> I still have a few teeth left, okay? It's, it's not all bad. It's not the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> They're the chewers. They're the chewers. I can still get my food down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've noticed like in the last... <laughs> Which is what she calls whiskey now. <laughs> food yeah <laughs> um but i've, I've Bar- barley and what what the other thing is that you make whiskey up um, barley and grain just grains know. just grains <laughs> we do have a talisker glass on the table that's for sure one of the one of the ones that like uh has yeah. a round well, bottom uh, you have a talisker glass i do exactly yes. you have a buddhist bell in yeah. front of you that's and buddha and a tall glass of water and a tall glass of water yeah fuck you alex i've become <laughs> you now that's what's happened i've moved to vetting and i've yeah i'm literally moved into my old room <laughs> <laughs> i am alex yeah wait am i and i'm becoming erica like i'm like I'm doing yoga and doing sport and meditating yeah, yeah. makes sense no no i'm gonna okay so i've been drinking now yeah. for like two weeks and like you know casually like kind of casual drinking a couple of like bigger nights and then a few like smaller ones but um i've noticed a direct uh, correlation between the alcohol consumption and the efficiency with which i can orgasm mm. yeah it's like i think uh I'm I'm blaming alcohol for it. I think it's uh it's blocking me. And yeah, particular- well it's numbing you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's like it can work in both directions. Like it can loosen you up so mm, yeah. so you can kinda of come easier. But it, but if you're yeah, I'd say especially with like hard liquor, like five drinks in you're just number. So it's hard. Yeah. Well, I'm not drinking hard liquor. I'm not I'm really like I was just doing a few gins occasionally on special occasions and now it's like beers with the boys and uh and it's you know maybe like four beers or max four beers um and i just feel like yeah i'm not i'm not able to like i think it's a focus thing as well it's like there's the there's a certain level of numbness but it's also if you're drinking there's a a distraction in your ability to pay attention to something a bit and you have sex without drinking I haven't had sex without drinking in the last two weeks, mm. three weeks. Well, I guess you need, kind of, you need a little focus group testing there before you exactly. can come out with a big... Well, the thing is, the sex <laughs> that I'm having... Theories. <laughs> I know where you're going with it. The, the sex is good. The sex is good. And I know the sex is good, but I'm not coming. And I'm like, I think it's yeah. just because... Wait, wait, wait. Let me just uh, rewind real quick. Yeah. <laughs> 
let me just see what you just said just 10 seconds ago. Yes. Just, just, just as a one co- as a one cohesive sentence, uh-huh. just as a tidbit. Say it, say it. I know the sex is good, but I'm not coming. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, usually... Okay, so for example, the person I'm having sex with, I've only yeah. known them I, for... I, 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 bet, I bet you're fine. But yeah, maybe just just try it without drinking. Exactly. Guess, yeah. And it's, it's a, it's a co- comfort thing as well. Like, I've only... Like, I'm comfortable with this person, but I've only known them for as long as we've been having sex. Yeah. And... I don't, you know, I'm like getting to know them. And so, yeah, feeling my way into it and uh, and coming is really like a, a comfort. Like if I care about the person, then it's a comfort thing. If I don't give a shit about them, I will make sure I get there because I'm like, hey, I'm in this situation. I'm going to fucking come. Like I'm mm. going to make it happen. But if I'm, you know, developing feelings for someone and trust and there's going to be like times where we hang out again. Yeah, I'm not just going to kind of exploit the situation i'm also like getting to know myself with them and not kind of uh not yeah i don't feel as comfortable to just push push through um i don't know to exploit the situation even though it's not exploiting like i should just make myself come but i uh, it's a different like it's a there's something more sensual and emotional and um delicate in it and it's yeah I don't feel comfortable to just be like, ah, fuck it. Like, I'm just gonna, yeah. Even though I've been on drugs and uh, drunk with this person, it's like, I'm, I don't have the same comfort level. And I'm not uncomfortable. God, I sound like I'm really uncomfortable with this person. I'm not, but it's just like, I care. Mm. Yeah. And I'm going to test. I'm going to, I'm going to not, dr- uh, yeah. So I've made a new rule because I feel like I'm going off the rails. <laughs> I'm only... <laughs> With my last three teeth, <laughs> my empty bottles of whiskey and bedding, <laughs> I'm only going to drink on the weekends now, uh, even though it's only been like two weeks, but also like drugs and stuff. Just like Fridays and Saturdays after shows, I will have a couple, you know, I'll have a bit of a party. But during the week, I want to go back to my like complete sobriety. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just sick of even thinking it. Like, it's just, ah, oh, it's just so annoying to have this feeling of doubt that like you could have done more or maybe like you would have had better orgasms or had an orgasm if you if i hadn't this is getting worse and worse <laughs> like i hope the guy doesn't listen to this I know. Like, like like i imagine like, like you know it's already shitty like you're lying there and you're like just to ask like did you come or not like that's just 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 a, like uh, that's a sh- i don't even think guys ever do that no they do they do yeah, he's like, like, yeah. like yeah, yeah but maybe i don't know i've ever done it like later in a relationship maybe like uh-huh. uh but like this is bad but <laughs> just, just having the girl you're fucking like broadcasting that she's not coming like i just realized how horrible that must be. <laughs> well the thing is like we we actually had this big chat with his mates um like two nights ago uh started talking about all the erogenous all the actual like points for orgasm on a woman mm. and um and he was just a bit like <laughs> the ass, well the titties <laughs> Well, actually, actually, so actually there's like different ones that I didn't know about. Apparently, have I already talked to you about this? Um, nipple orgasms, like nipples are one. Mm. Throat, apparently. I'm like, wow, I can attest yeah, to that. Well, everywhere where there's a lot of nerve endings. Yeah, exactly. Anal, uh, clitoral, um, anaphoric, an- anaphorex. It's uh, anaphorex. It's something yeah. a bad beer by me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anaphorex is what you, it's when you make Anna come with a fork. <laughs> 
Well, okay, a rubber fork. We can do a rubber fork. Um, yeah, you can do the other end, of course. Oh, like. true. But still, like, the metal? I don't know. I've never been one for metal inside me. It's too, like, gyno. It's too... Yeah. It's too, like, medical experiments. Yeah. I'm not... Mm-mm. Like, I mean, we've all been 18 and at a Slipknot concert, but... We're, I know, we're, right? we're not talking about that. <laughs> as long as, like, wood is what scares me. You know, I just don't want internal splinters. That's... That's, <laughs> that's what I don't want. But, um, fuck, where yeah. was I going for? You're probably just constantly oh, thinking about it because you're playing the drums and you have sticks around, right? No, really, yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but also, like, crucifixes. You know, I always think, like... You know, why wouldn't you want to fuck yourself with a crucifix? The only reason why I wouldn't is because it's made of wood. All right. Otherwise, that's like a super hot thing to fuck yourself with. Or metal. Or metal. (laughs) You're kind of pretty specific about the material of the crucifix that you wouldn't fuck yourself with. (laughs) (laughs) Well, crucifix... Picky, I would say. What's the fucking plural of crucifix? Like, crucifies. Crucifix. Crucifixes. Crucifixes um, are always made of wood, dude. Like, that's the thing. Like, you don't get a metal crucifix. Like, that's like what the... You you do. Well, I'm... I'm, You mean, uh, like, jewelry-wise? Like, no, no, no. In Germany, like, uh, like I was a Russian Orthodox uh, baptized in Russia. Mm -hmm. But when we came to Germany, we just said we are Protestants. Oh, yeah. And have you ever been to a German evangelical, like, Protestant church? No. They're basically, like, they're built by IKEA. So... uh, Oh, Nice. Yeah, do they have sausages and meatballs? (laughs) On Sundays, no, but they they're very like sterile, and Uh they often have like uh, very stylized crucifixes, and a lot of them are of like aluminium. Oh, oh, cool. That's interesting, but those ones are probably too big to fuck, right? I'm thinking like you can get a you get a small one. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'd consider fucking a metal crucifix. <laughs> You're opening my world up to. But, why do, but, but that just literally means that you want religion inside of you, like you no, I understand f- the symbolism. I want to fuck religion. Like I don't want it inside me. I wanna, I wanna. But then you want to like peg Jesus. That's not putting G- the crucifix want, inside of you. I want the death of a savior to make me come. It's like sacrilegious. Like that's the you know it's that the the exorcist did it so well you know like it's it's this wonderful horrific image you know mm. a woman fucking like a crazy woman yeah. like a possessed woman fucking a crucifix like it's yeah also according to the bible uh, jesus died a virgin so we're kind of really doing him a favor yeah there. yeah fucking jesus baby yeah <laughs> yeah yeehaw <laughs> uh, uh, i think you tried to say yahweh yahweh <laughs> <laughs> Yahweh. <laughs> exactly. It's such a fun thing to scream during sex. Like. <laughs> Yahweh! <laughs> oh, screaming during sex. Like, I think, who does that anymore? Who screams? Like, there are too many neighbors. Like, uh, I-, I tell you who does that. Women who come. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when I'm enjoying sex, I make noise too. And um, it's, you know. Yeah. Like I, I was the thing is I've been enjoying the sex. I enjoy the sex, but I can't. I'm like even masturbating. I'm taking much longer than I usually would. You're putting me in such a bad situation. (laughs) You what? You're putting me in such a bad situation. Like it's so easy to make jokes here, but like I just don't want to shit on your newly blossoming, blossoming romance all the time. Look, all right. So I'm. That's the thing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna not drink uh, the next time I see him. 
and I'm gonna make my make sure I yeah, come. It's this healthy anyway. Like it is. Yeah, it is. Like it's been it's a nice re- getting re- to know you stage. Yeah. Regard like not depending on the coming or not. It's just good to see how you vibe with somebody if you don't drink. You yeah, know? and like in the mornings when we hang out, like we went and had breakfast and we've done some things in the mornings together, and it's nice. But um, but my yeah. but my default is to not drink uh, at least for the last year and a bit. So I do want to um, yeah I want to keep drinking to special occasions and like okay getting to know you dates can be special occasions because uh, it's just you know it's a little bit more relaxed. But you know now that we know each other a bit more yeah I can go back to my my default <sighs> confident I don't drink vibe and that way I can come mm, yeah good. and I've said it to him I'm like I think I'm not coming because of the alcohol. And he's like, yeah, okay. All right. But he's like, you know, it's not like a short sex sessions. Like my legs are sore, you know, like there's been, there's been a lot of, a lot of effort, uh, on either side. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just holding so much back. Cause, yeah. Cause, cause, cause <laughs> don't. I, cause, cause I don't know this person and I do like yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to you meeting him. I just, yeah, I, I am. Really, I, I already know too much. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> I haven't described any part of his body or, you know, I've just talked about um, him being a, a good guy, a fun guy. Yeah, it's, it, sounds, it sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. He's cool. Apart from the last 20 minutes of the suicide about. <laughs> Apart from me not having come. But, yeah. yeah. It's, it's good, though. It's getting to the point yeah, where I'm, I'm, like, all, I'm also projecting because you're always like you're saying that it's like your uh, like like your thing. And uh, but as a guy, my thing, what do you mean? My thing that, that you don't come with him. Like, but oh. uh, but as a guy, you're always blaming Take responsibility. Like, the guy like or who is you usually in that conversation. It's just weird. Like this seems yeah. like this podcast you should have with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like a surrogate. <laughs> just sh- just stopping myself so short of shitting all over it. <laughs> I don't hold him... Because of my comedic effects. Nothing personal here, but uh, yeah, it's a comedy podcast, right? Right, right. I think the, the, the thing is, though, I think men holding themselves responsible for a woman coming or not is like, is not, you know, like, there's a lot of factors that come into it, right? And I know for, I know that, like, I'm, I'm saying the sex is good. The sex is really good and I'm enjoying myself. I'm just not coming and I can feel the point where it's like, this would be when I could come, but there's something blocking me. And it's not like a, I'm, and I'm not feeling frustrated because I'm enjoying myself, but there's, yeah, there's, there's something there. Um, and, uh, and I don't, I don't, for example, if a guy doesn't like, you know, when there's bad chemistry with someone, like, you know, when the sex is just not good because the chemistry is not mm-hmm. good. And then that's why it's not working. It's not like, oh, he didn't come because I didn't make him come. It's also like a guy doesn't make a woman come. It's like a mutual effort thing, right? Mm. Like you both got to be in the right headspace and um, yeah, enjoying a guy, it. A guy doesn't make a woman come. Money does. <laughs> 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 Diamonds are Maybe he's just too poor friend. for me. <laughs> Maybe he just needs to... Nah, man, he's been like buying me presents yeah. and stuff. He's super sweet. I really yeah. like this guy. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the guy I'm having sex with. I'm not. I'm not saying his name on my podcast, but it's. Uh, it's. Uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's. You're gonna meet him. We're gonna go to Plötzensee. We're gonna swim. We're gonna. I can't. Oh, the summer. <sighs> All right. Coming. How long has it been since you've uh, come with a woman? Uh, how long have I been still a bit? <laughs> That's celibate. You're uh, masturbating, right? Uh, yeah, but it re- that that really kind of 
I don't know, like a, like a, I guess seven months, seven or eight months. Seven or eight months. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which is like the longest stretch ever. That's a <laughs> long a, stretch. Yeah. yeah. But it's a, it's, it's, it's very deliberate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The masturbating also really went down since, uh, well, I started like, uh, doing all like, like Wim Hof breathing and cold showers and shit. And yep. Like I realized that a lot of the times that I would masturbate would be like, so i could sleep better yeah and that shit's just like way better also helping the breathing is better yeah yeah yeah. because because it just just pulls you down whereas masturbating you have to work yourself up first and then it pulls you down but then you're already in such a big swing that it still takes like like an hour or something yeah there's still a little come down after depending on how tired you are already but yeah yeah so you do the breathing before you go to sleep i do it like right after waking up and uh like at least one long session during the day and before I go to sleep. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. And okay, instead of masturbation, all right. Do you have a? Yeah, usually you... I. <laughs> my whole other life, I was just like we just jerk off in the morning, then one long session during the day, <laughs> and, and once before I go to sleep. Look, that's was, pretty yeah, standard for a lot like of dudes. I was like Matthew Matthew McConaughey in Wolf of Wall Street, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except because I like it. It's just because I need the mind space. You know. <laughs> All right, all right. Shout out to your former employer, Mindspace. <laughs> <laughs> right, masturbate or breathe. I don't know. Do you, do you have an image? Like, do you have a vision of how you wanna, like, where you're going to, um, with this kind of current deliberate celibacy? Like, how you wanna, how you wanna exit it? Well, um, well, I'm I'm just working through a lot of stuff, right? So mm-hmm. and. Uh, like that just changes a lot about how I uh, how I see myself, and especially it changes a lot how I feel. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, I've been I've been basically like uh, like I feel like emotionally I've been pretty much like an ice block my whole life, and I just started melting like three months ago maybe. Oh, such a nice <laughs> analogy. Yeah, yeah. Now I like like uh, like last time I talked about how like for years I just couldn't cry. Yeah. Like now I'm at the point where I pretty much cry every other day. Like, or basically at least once a day if I hear, like, a a song that I really like. Like, sometimes I just walk in public and I have to hold it back all of a sudden. That's really healthy. It's really good. Like, yeah, I'm I'm doing pretty well uh, in in that department right now. But that also, like, really changes how I see, like, intimacy and sexuality. Like, Mm -hmm. like the shit that I did. Uh, Like... uh, (laughs) Like, like, let's say in the past years, you know, uh-huh. like where, I don't know, where you're like seeing multiple people. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure you can, like at this point, I'm pretty sure, at least for me, that I could only do that because I was like emotionally numb. Yeah. Like, I don't think I, like, I, maybe I could uh, like kind of, I don't know, be in love with two people at the mm-hmm. same time or something but the way that i did it back then it was just like no this is not emotional this is just like a physical want for something that i don't even like understand on an emotional level so yeah 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 i think so, I, don't, so yeah. I, don't, I don't see a, a way out yet mm-hmm. but uh i i really enjoy the process let's say and i think i'm like it feels like i'm making good progress but yeah i'm not i'm not rushing i'm not like imagining a relationship or whatever at this mm-hmm. point yeah yeah well yeah that's yeah, i it. just i just discovered yoga like within the last week like really for myself and i'm like right now i'm just like really like fucked by that <laughs> like it's it's that's amazing nice. how much i love yoga right now oh my god that's so cool yeah 
So you found like a like a twenty minute routine that you can really like. Do you have to watch something to do it, or do you now know how to do it? And I have one that I know now, and but there's so much on the internet. Because like usually when I did yoga like early, it was way too soft on me. Because mm-hmm. like you know I like. Uh, up until two years ago, I had like a physical job. Like I was just like, mm-hmm. like you know, like unloading trucks every day and like mm-hmm. uh, building rigs and shit. Mm-hmm. So it was like way too easy. And now it's the first time that I like do like have found yoga where it actually like it almost feels like you're you know what's the thing in English uh, on the bike where you put it and then you have lights. Dynamo in German. Dynamo. Ah. Like a, I don't know what you call that. Like the thing that um triggers the electricity for yeah, yeah, from yeah. the wheel. Yeah. Like a, I don't know what the analogy is here. Like you're like so. Yeah, you put it on the wheel and then yeah. your lights go on. Like you're, like you're doing yoga to me f- feels like being that thing. Like you know you do that and every part of you all of a sudden kind of like like opens li- up, lights up, lights up. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's great. And this morning I did yoga and then went for a swim. So right now I'm like literally uh, like illuminating from the inside. Oh, <laughs> it's that's like, so beautiful. Like all the, I haven't swam in two years at least also, I realized. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah maybe three. <laughs> shit, yeah. Actually with, um, I can't remember the and last time I we live 10 time. minutes from a lake. It's like 10 minutes oh. foot from a lake. It's I think so tomorrow insane. that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, that's the, the way that I stopped alcohol and uh, drugs and smoking and everything was by exercising and meditating every morning. And that's like, yeah. that just sets you up. Like you've already done everything, like you've already done a serious amount of um, sort of love, self-love and care. <laughs> and, uh, and you just feel, yeah, you feel great. And why would you, why would you then compromise it? Um, no. But uh, okay. Yeah. Get, getting out of celibacy and I, uh, yeah, I don't think you can, hmm. I don't think you can imagine the rela- like imagining the relationship you want is hmm, I think it's really tricky because uh yeah like if you meet someone yeah I I think having too much of an idea of uh what you want is like having an idea of what you want is important but like hmm how you want it is going to change like how it should work and how it can develop as something different. I, I literally right now, like I think I've gained so much access to like just feelings and emotions that I didn't used to have mm-hmm. that I, I wouldn't know how I would react to like falling in love with somebody. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, which is like, like up until now in my life, it's, I feel like, of course it's like, it's a person you like and then like yeah. the, just the, the simple chemistry like works on like uh, on the pheromonal level. Mm-hmm. But I'm, a hundred percent sure that sometimes that doesn't line up with like your emotional body let's say mm-hmm. like because i because i see that in my past that yeah <laughs> some of those definitely didn't line up on that level yeah but back then like i just didn't feel that level you know? yeah 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 so now that i do i literally i can't i can't imagine what mm-hmm. how that works what what would happen or yeah yeah i'm, uh, I'm like a new <laughs> a new being yeah yeah, yeah. yeah a little baby a little <laughs> fetus oh it's exciting it's really exciting yeah i and that that um that topic of like uh seeing multiple people like i don't know if it's an age thing like a maturity thing self-knowledge thing but i cannot imagine doing that again like it just it's it doesn't yeah having having intimate dynamics with multiple people like it's not like okay like non-monogamy is cool but it's just like i've got other projects i want to work on like i don't want to just be working on people all the time you know like it's that's a like 
I think um, monogamy really in my head now boils down to good time management. Like I don't have maintaining an intimate relationship with and a a sexually intimate relationship with someone takes time to do it well, like to really care for it and to do that with multiple people. It's like, okay, if you don't have any creative projects, that could be it. But like, if you've got stuff that you're doing and you care about, then I don't know how you'd have time to do that and look after it really well. I don't, I can't, I can't. I mean, you make you make space. <laughs> Do you though, like to really to really care for multiple yeah. people? I, I think. mean, I had like multiple jobs and multiple partners for a while. Yeah, me uh, me too. And also like a, a huge uh, drug dependency Boom. at that that time, you know. Exactly. And that's the thing of the numbness. It's yeah. like you can do that when you're just sort of like running from thing to thing and not really um like reflecting on how you're feeling about about mm. it. Like I think big part of the reason also why I wanted to stop drinking and taking drugs was because I wanted to really um like a lot of the relationships I'd end up in it would take, it's six weeks, right? It takes six weeks for me to realize that someone's a terrible idea. Mm. Sometimes it's been a bit faster, but I was like, you know what? (laughs) Like these people were terrible ideas. Like why did I give it six weeks and why did I get... And it was like no, I, I, wa- I gave it up to up to like up to a year sometimes. Yeah, to- no, but absolutely. Like my marriage, for example, the guy before that. And yeah. yes, I was young, right? Yes, I was young. I needed to go through those things to realize those yeah. things aren't good. But I wonder if I hadn't had, and it's not it's not worth the. I don't I don't really dwell on it. But I wonder if I'd had the clarity of of mind and heart and spirit without alcohol or weed. If I'd really like just, you know, sat with my feelings around things, if I'd been able to actually see them for what they were and see how damaging and maybe stand up for myself a bit more or just leave earlier. And so like I remember, like I think I told you in private, like mm -hmm. uh, uh, maybe not on the podcast, but I had this one instance where I was dating this girl for like almost a year and uh, within the last month of us being together, like she broke up with me 11 or 12 times. (laughs) Yeah. And like in hindsight, I'm like, dude, like after the sixth time, you should have gone, come on. (laughs) Something's wrong here. (laughs) (laughs) But 11? 11 times, dude. That's like me with um, my French ex. And this this, this sex was great. Like I did. Yeah. I I did come no matter how drunk I was. (laughs) Yeah, dude. No, no, no. I'm looking forward to getting to that point with new boy. Like it will get there if we continue seeing each other. Hopefully, let's see. But um, yeah, with my long-term boyfriend in Berlin, uh, the French guy. This is uh, sound you're hearing is uh, the guy you're seeing flying in on a helicopter to stop this podcast. Say <laughs> <laughs> so you're not coming, bitch! Fucking bomb through the window. Keep that private. Um, yeah, with the uh, with French ex, he um he and I stayed together for far too long. I broke up with him like four times, like ended it like four times in the first year, and then when we got back together, the last sort of um like we were together for two and a bit years, I guess. Uh, and the last yeah, the like broke up with him like five four times in the first year, and then we got back together properly, and then when it was all coming falling apart, it was like the longest drawn out breakout breakup thing ever, and. Yeah, that's when when you've got connection to someone. I guess when you both have the same, you know, it's that thing where you you seek a partner who uh, somehow manifests the dynamic of your parents or, or whatever. Like mm. you're, there's something that draws you in, something that hooks you in. And uh, but like, you know, he should have 
like he's told me recently he's just stopped smoking weed or he's trying to stop smoking weed and I was like yeah cool <laughs> about time um he was like yeah just it made me so flexible you know and I was like yeah that flexibility is what I call unreliability which is why I stopped trusting you and mm-hmm. couldn't love you anymore and um and he uh if he had not been stoned all the time uh maybe he would have been like oh yeah this is not like Maybe yeah. after the fourth time I broke up this with is, him. By the way, this is genius calling like being being high all the time flexible. Right. It, it, it's like I just started to think about it, my brain exploded. It's like it's like yeah, I'm so flexible, I'm man. So I can flexible. just like eat like ice cream for a week. Like that's almost, I'm so like, flexible. flexible. I literally like I could not go to work. Yeah. And just like watch all of the prices right like from the 60s like you know and then uh, talk about it at parties for until i'm 80 <laughs> like that's exactly. how flexible i am and i could just like <laughs> you, know? you know like see all the friends that i want but like you know yeah. cancel plans last minute with my girlfriend like yeah, every to, night to cheat on her with who knows and then because i'm so flexible because, you know? because yeah, yeah i'm so I'm flexible like, i'm like water dude <laughs> Fuck, man. Speaking of which, uh, very dry mouth. Does anybody have any water? Am I flexible? I'm flexible. Like I could take apple juice, uh, yeah, beer, you know, whiskey, whiskey. Come, <laughs> I'll take calm. Oh my flexible. god, dude. Yeah, when he, when he, when he that's was a, saying this a, to that's, me, that's a bit fucking. That's uh, that's a bit if I've heard one. Right, and him and being like, yeah, you know, and, and I just realized like I've been too flexible. It's like. Dude, like you used to, you were the most unreliable boyfriend ever. Like you, I felt so disrespected and so unloved by how you would be flexible for everybody else, but not for me. You just totally took me for granted. And then, and then he had the nerve to turn around and be like, oh, Anna, when I told you that the other day and you said about time that I had stopped smoking weed, I was like, you made me feel like I've wasted years of my life. I'm like, you made you feel like you wasted years of your life. This is not my responsibility that you realize how bad weed has been or has made you or how unreliable you've been. Yeah, that's a, that's a harsh emotion. That's very flexible of him. Not very flexible. <laughs> I would say inflexible. I would say crusted up hard piece of shit. No, I don't have anger still. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's funny. He's like got a girlfriend and he's like calling me to tell me about his problems. It's like, dude, stop being so flexible. <laughs> all right. I'm going to stop shitting on my ex now. Right now. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to work on my ability to come without alcohol again. And uh, gonna is it another week of sun? Have we got another week of like ridiculous weather? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like there's a lot of uh, pressure. So, 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 said how far the the topics of the podcast fell off. We, we, we went to weather. We went to weather. <laughs> God damn. Sorry, dude. Oh my god, today's 27 degrees and today's the day I've chosen to go to a rehearsal studio for four hours. Classic. Yeah, it's um, the beginning of June. It's gonna be it's gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, okay. Summer, I guess. Yeah, it's gonna be all 24, 25 all week. It's just I bring it up because the the FOMO has returned so hard. Like it, it like from last week. It was every day after work I was like, Well, it's sunny and I'm in Kreuzberg. I should do something. Who can I meet up with? Yeah. What's happening now? Is there a show I'm missing out on? Where's the party? Yeah, I had I had like I had like starts of that and here's my here's my experience with fomo so far like somebody posted there's a rave at tempelhofer feld and i'm like oh damn nice i'm gonna go to a rave at tempelhofer feld i go all the way to tempelhofer feld i get there and after two minutes i'm like 
I fucking hate raves. <laughs> like, I just remembered <laughs> that I never liked raves ever in my life once. <laughs> so I was like, like, I was there for like half an hour and just then just went home. And uh, <laughs> y- yesterday, like, uh, like I have a project now that I'm like super in love with and that I, that I work on. And uh, like, I just went on Instagram for a minute and saw that um, one of my favorite bands opened for another one of my favorite bands, like somewhere in Berlin for free. And already uh, they, it happened. They, they posted it on Instagram and it was like three minutes ago of the second band going on. Oh, what? Like, and I kind of started researching where it is because I didn't post the location. Uh-huh. And then I found out and in that moment, like I, like I watched that video again and it's, yeah, it's like 600 people there on like a small s- square and the sound is shitty because it's not an official stage yeah. and shit. And I'm like, well, until I get there, it's like last 20 minutes and i already missed the first band which would have been my favorite mm-hmm. so like and, and it's just completely dissipated it was like two minutes of fomo <laughs> like i think i think the, the the rave and the going out there like really killed it for me this year so i hope that it remains like this yeah i think like but those two minutes of fomo are uh chilling man like like my whole like that like oh uh, uh, triggers something oh it's something deep though like yes it's only two minutes before we you know get the get the logic happening and go oh actually i'm doing this and this is this is my direction or you know it would have been a shit gig and i wouldn't have you know blah 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 or i would have got corona whatever <laughs> but <laughs> But it's it's still... Sorry, sorry, I can't come to your show. I hope you all get corona. I hope you all get corona. I hope that's 600 people. You know that's against the rules. Um, But it, there's... Uh, even if it's five, I still hope all five get corona. All, f- <laughs> all 500. Um, but uh, yeah, there's this, there's this thing that we haven't felt. And like, I feel like FOMO really wasn't around. And now it's really back. And... Uh, and I think that's why I need. We all need to keep meditating. Yeah. <laughs> keep doing yoga. Um, it sounded like yogurt. Yoga. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be an intense summer. Like I, I've just, I'm, I'm already like, how do I, how do I keep up? And I think, yeah, man, it's it's boring. I know, but you know, just no alcohol. That's how I keep up. <laughs> how else can you be on track if you're not blurry, right? That's yeah. that's that's my that's my vibe right now. All right, I think we'll wrap it up because, because uh, yeah, it's Good. a beautiful Sunday. Yeah, definitely. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a thing I wanted to talk about, but we didn't get oh, yeah. to it, which is which is better, right? <laughs> like, well, what we was it? Just, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. Is it, we already have an hour? I, We've got fifty-seven minutes. Uh, all right. No, it's like a bigger bigger topic. We will talk about it another time. Okay, let's talk about it's, another thing. It's probably not the last time. I'm gonna be it's on this probably podcast. not. I do have a guest. Uh, <laughs> he cancelled on me without telling me on Friday, which was cool. But he's coming around tomorrow, so uh, we will have. By the way, that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cool that's to like, do that. Let me just say that for Anna, it's not cool to cancel on a podcast without telling someone. Yeah, yeah. You are not Tim Dillon. <laughs> Right. Even he sort of apologizes sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, but he's going to come around on Monday. He's uh, he's also a very flexible man, if you know what I mean. Yeah. He uh, Weed is his middle name. so. Mm-hmm. Mm. But that's cool. It's going to be nice to have um, him around. But uh, super good having you on the podcast again, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. It's the shortest way to a podcast I've ever had. 
<laughs> it's so convenient. Yeah. <sighs> All right, cool. I'm excited about the topic for next time. Do you want to do you want to do you, like a sneak preview of what it is? Like what what is the topic that you want to? No, nah, it's like a bigger. It's big. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Well, that's been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Uh, the live shows are coming really soon. Check out everything propaganda comedy. Uh, Harry Bitches is going to be doing its first live show on Monday the 14th of june doing a um window show so performing to the streets for 48 hours no count on saturday the 19th of june glory hole comedy so performing to the street but we're facebook live streaming it and then grindhouse comedy is returning at the wall in friedrichshain on the 21st uh sunday early show at 6 p.m so check out all the shows um check out fiktoish alle if you speak german mm. and uh have a fucking great sunday Bye. Goodbye, Vedic. <laughs> Goodbye, Vedic. <laughs> <laughs>